This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. Hi guys and welcome to Odson Champions League. Last games before the group stages and we have PSV, Benfica or Sheriff Tiraspol ready to make history. Let's listen to all the tips that Dani Fisichella can give us and of course... Please leave a comment below, I also want to know your prediction and if you enjoy the video press the like, subscribe and click on the bell to get notifications and now let's go on with the show. Last week before we know all the teams that are going to play the group stages in this Champions League and uh, Danny, we had uh, so many surprises in the first leg. History almost to be made in Moldova with Sheriff uh, Tiraspol. Then Malmo, another great surprise. They are 2-0 up against uh, Ludo Goretz. We saw Red uh, Bull Salzburg back in action and PSV Benfica. What a game that was. Now is on a knife edge for the second leg in Eindhoven. Let's start uh, then with the games we have on Tuesday. And the first one is uh, Ferenbaros. Young boys, we had a comment last week actually in our video of a Ferenbaros fan saying that we were looking down at the Hungarian team because they were going to qualify. They got a good result, 3-2 in Switzerland, although they were playing against 10 men. So probably even the result could have been better for Ferenbaros. And we know, Danny, that they are very strong at the Grupama Arena, for instance, in the previous round, they were able to beat 2-0 against uh, Slavia Prague in the first leg. You tipped uh, a lot of goals and we saw them. Here we have good odds for Ferenbaros, actually 3.45. Would you trust them? It's difficult to trust them because I think they were uh, the second best even when young boys were down to 10 men. Young boys still created chances and managed to score uh, the third goal. That is true. Uh, Ferenc Baros uh, with Frank Boli, the Ivorian, is in great form. Four goals in the last two games. Pull it back 3-2. It was a game that had it all. The red card, the missed penalty from Ferenc Baros, a disallowed goal. And then the goals were basically screamers. So uh, both to score is obviously a good uh, uh, odd here, although it doesn't pay uh, very much. But I think the Swiss team managed by uh, David Wagner, a former Huddersfield manager, have got the edge. Uh, both rested at the weekend. Uh, as I said, the young boys were impressive when they went with when man down. But we also have to say that they travelled to the Grupa Marena, where Frank Baros are in great form. They won six of the last seven home games. Games. They scored for 14 consecutive home games. And as I mentioned, their striker, the Ivorian Boli, is in great form. However, also the Swiss come into this in a very good form. Three straight wins, 10 gold scores, but the defense is a little bit of a concern. We saw it also against Cluj in the previous round. No clean sheets so far in the in these games. And both away games for them in the Champions League have been a draw. So, you know, I don't think you can pick a straight winner here, but you could go for goals over 2.5. Doesn't pay that much. Uh, be ambitious both to score in the second half. So when the things will open up, let's not forget the away goals rule doesn't count anymore. So no more tactics, no more, uh, you know, games uh, or who needs to score and what. They will have to just go for it, both to score in the second half, 260. Then you expect also goals uh, here. Young boys, as you said, they failed to win against Cluj and Slavia and Bratislava when they played away. 
and Ferin Baros as well as uh, the Hungarian national team. Of course, they are so strong at home. So this is a very interesting one. The next one in Bulgaria, Ludogorets Malmo here. The advantage, as you mentioned in the introduction, is for Malmo. They want uh, 2-0 in uh, Sweden. They are also leaders right now in the Swedish league after the 3-0 victory in the weekend they've been playing the whole summer actually in this champions league and no defeats for them in the seven uh, preview uh, champions league games uh, in this summer so it's gonna be difficult for ludo gores danny that they were already a surprise when they were able to kick out the uh, olympiakos but with a two nil down result probably very difficult for the bulgarian team and the, the Swedish champion controlled the game apart from the first 15 minutes but then they were clearly on top they kept getting better and better as the game progressed that because they are fitter they played already 14 league games they only lost one so they are uh, top of the league uh, deservedly uh, with Djurgården uh, I think they are uh, joint top of the league uh, but the game was closer to 3-0 than to 2-1 and Malmo also hit the post so uh, the team manager by an old glory, John Dal Tommaso, you know, think about it. it, brings back a lot of memory, especially of Milan in the Champions League, they were better. At the weekend, 3-0 victory, confident, comfortable, uh, two goals from set pieces, same as the set piece, they seem to have a very good set piece routine, they scored from a set two set pieces against Ludogorets as well, uh, Birmancevic again on the score sheet, uh, Christiansen standing free kick in the last minute, so you know they are really really on form, they seem really well drilled. Ludogorets also won very emphatically the weekend, 5-0 in the Bulgarian league, five different men got on the score sheet um, and yes they had to uh, register their defense, uh, the defense because yes they seem a little bit uh, not very focused especially from pieces situations and if they want to progress that's what they have to do but this is a this is a team that also in route to get to the playoff has conceded far quite too many goals i would say uh, in the previous uh, stages probably is also uh, as uh, the manager of uh, ludogorets dambauskas uh, highlighted is a question of experience for many players in the ludogorets team that was the first time in the champions league uh, playoff uh, they did match malmo in many aspects of the pitch but they didn't manage to create uh, chances of their own you also have to say the malmo goalkeeper dalin was really good towards the end of the game so it could be tight but I think Malmo have already showed us especially playing against Rangers they're not afraid of playing away they did a very good display at the Ibrox Park 1-2-1 I see them favorites surely see them favorite for qualifying Malmo to score first 2.10 we have uh, Malmo to win actually odds 2.8 because Ludogores uh, are favorite so also, probably even Asian Handicap Zero for Malmo could be a good option if you fancy the Swedish team also beating uh, Ludo Goretz in the second leg, then we go probably to the most interesting game of this uh, preview, PSV Benfica, also after the result in Daluz 2-1 for Benfica, who scored two goals in the first half. But of course, PSV is really alive, Danny, and they showed already during the summer that they are a dangerous team. They were able to thrash in the Philips Stadium Galatasaray, Mistilan, also they won the Dutch Super Cup. They won the two games played so far in the Eredivisie. 
Also good start of the season for Benfica with three victories out of three games in the Portuguese league. Who do you tend to back in this PSV Benfica? I watched the game and I thought PSV was the better team. They had the better chances uh, after conceding the first goal, then they were on top. Benfica has more experience on the pitch. We mentioned before they got players with a lot of international games on the shoulders, Otamendi, uh, Vertonghen, uh, Pizzi. So it's it's also the Yeremenchuk Cup front who done very good in the Euros for Ukraine. So it's an experienced team, but I think in the end, PSV should have deserved a little bit more from the game. If it was not for the Benfica keeper, Odysseus Vlachodimos, I mean, he gets an Oscar only for his name. I think uh, PSV would have probably won the game. He was the man of the match, the keeper, uh, for sure. Uh, but it's a, it's a game against two teams that are really in a good form. Six win in six in all competitions for Benfica. Two nil at the weekend. Uh, four one win at the weekend for uh, PSV against Cambur. Uh, These are teams that anyway, they're going to create a lot of chances, but it's going to be more about who will be able to convert them and to sustain the pressure. As I mentioned before, the away goal rules doesn't count, so PSB to qualify needs to score two, so they'll have to play on the front foot, go more on the attack, but they are capable of doing it. And this is a team that has seemed to have coped well with losing the two best players this summer, Donny Malen and Denzel Dumfries to Inter, Donny Malen to uh, Borussia Dortmund, the Englishman Madueke seems to be uh, the next big thing uh, for them, so certainly someone to watch, Zahawi is in form, Gotze is in form as well, uh, Max, the uh, German, also rested the weekend, so he's going to be in form for uh, this uh, game, and let's not forget, uh, PSV has won the last three home games in the Champions League. I see them strongly. I see them posing a lot of troubles to Benfica. I'm not going to say who's going to qualify again because of the away rules. You need to score a lot of goals. They need to score two goals. A one nil will take it to extra time. PSV win 2-0. Okay, then uh, we go to Denmark, Bromby Salzburg and uh, it was difficult to understand the result in Austria because Bromby they are having a really bad start of the season, even no victories in the Danish league. But they were this close to get a good result in Austria. Salzburg, they scored the winner to one in the 90 minute. Danny, whereas Salzburg, they've won absolutely everything in the Austrian Bundesliga in the five games they've played so far. We mentioned before in the first leg that Salzburg was so favorite that we only saw Salzburg qualifying. You still think the same? The bookies do because the odds are only 1.55 again for the victory of Salzburg away. Totally, totally. The, the difference in quality between the two teams is starking. The difference in experience internationally is also uh, very clear. Let's face it, for Red Bull, every year is a little bit difficult at the beginning because they change so many players. They sell the stars. They did it this summer again with Paston Daka uh, going to uh, to Leicester and other players that joined the Premier League as well. And also they changed the manager. You know, uh, Jesse March went to Leipzig. Now they got Mattia Jaisle. They had to get used to it. They need to find the new rhythm as well. By the way, Martina Jaisle, curiosity, used to be Bromby assistant coach for two years, not long ago, so he'll come back home in a way. 
they were better against uh, Bramby after they conceded the goal. Uh, the Danish backed off and backed off. Red Bull had plenty of chances, should have scored at least a couple more, and they should have scored in the first half as well. Uh, they are in great form at home, won 3 1 at the weekend, won all five games in the domestic league. I think they'll have no problem this year again to retain the Austrian title. And at Bramby, I think with one uh, week more to get used to the new teams, the new formation, I think they're going to be uh, on top. Also, because as you mentioned, Brandby are in a dismal form. Four draws and two defeats so far in the Danish league. This is a team that has won the league for the first time after 16 years. No real international experience between uh, the side. Uh, I think they'll be better suited in the Europa League. Uh, they did surprise Red Bull at the beginning. But then they were on the back foot for the rest of the game. I see a different game this time. Salzburg should be on top. They should go to the uh, to, to the group stages as they did last season. They did well in a tough group with Atletico Madrid and Bayern Munich. Salzburg to win the first half. That doubles your odd too. Yes, actually, Atletico had to qualify in the very last game in Austria. Then. You trust uh, Salzburg and uh, probably you don't trust anymore Dinamo Zagreb. We have Dinamo Zagreb, Sheriff Tiraspol, very close to make history. We will have probably a new team in the group stages, Sheriff Tiraspol, who beat 3-0 Dinamo Zagreb. They are surprising us because remember that they were able also to kick out of this competition, Red Star, even with a draw in Belgrade. Uh, we always say that this Maximir Stadium in Zagreb is a very hot one, Danny, but actually Dinamo Zagreb already suffered against Legia Varso at home, and you don't see them scoring three or four as they did, for instance, against uh, Tottenham in the Europa League last season. You see Sheriff uh, qualifying. I think Dinamo Zagreb could score a couple, but I'm pretty sure they will concede one or two goals because uh, the way they were picked apart by Sheriff Tiraspol forwards, especially Adama Traore from Mali with his pace on the right wing, on the right wing, it was incredible. And uh, Sheriff Tiraspol had many chances even to score four or five goals. Yes, Dinamo Zagreb created something Sheriff Tiraspol had to defend, especially in the first half. But I think this Moldovan side can go to Zagreb and nick a couple of goals. So my uh, bet, my sure bet will be to share Stiraspol to qualify and be the first Moldovan than Moldovan with an asterisk because they are based in Transistria, which is a region that doesn't exist, it's not recognized by the United Nations, but they are the separatists from Transistria. You know, history lesson maybe for a, a little bit later, but you know, you, you will learn more about it if they go through the, the UEFA Champions League. But it's not just about you know the quirk about them, you know, uh, the, 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 the funny little team for a little nation. No, this is a team that's been put together year and year, uh, year after year, with a logic. You know, there are a lot of foreigners players playing there, only seven Moldovans. There is good scouting, a lot of African players, a lot of South African or South American players, but also a lot of investment in Moldovan football. If you look on their website or on the YouTube channel, the sporting complex of Tiraspol is second to none in Europe. They got a massive sporting complex, two pitches, one uh, cover, uh, gyms, etc. So there's a lot of investment there and don't 
underestimate the fact that by making good scouting, by picking players, as I mentioned, like Traore, uh, Lau Luvanor, uh, the, 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 the Greek who scored uh, the second goal as well, Kolovos, you know, there, there seems to be two players. They can overcome even a better position like uh, Dinamo Zagreb. Let's not forget also, Dinamo Zagreb are struggling at the moment in their league. They won one nil at the weekend, but only nine goals scored in the last uh, five games. Sheriff rested at the weekend, so they're going to be super focused on this game. And also, it's about the champions mentality. Sheriff won 19 of the last 21 Moldovan league. Last year, they scored over 100 goals, conceded seven. So I don't think they're going to feel too much pressure for teams that have been there and done that. So, you know, I think all in all, uh, it's going to be a good game to watch. Plenty of goals. That doesn't pay a lot. But go for Sheriff Tiraspol, Asian Handicap plus one. That pays 249. If you watch the game, the, f the first leg, you know the Sheriff Tiraspol can score. So uh, Asian Handicap plus one means that if it ends in a draw, you won your money. If they lose by one goal margin, you get your money back. 249. Mm. It will be funny to see PSG, Real Madrid or Bayern Munich, for instance, traveling to Tiraspol. And our last game, Danny, is Shakhtar Donetsk Monaco. And I really, really like the odds here for the local team. For Shakhtar Donetsk, odds are around three because Monaco, they are favorite to win this game. 2.54, and I don't understand why. Maybe you can uh, tell me later because uh, Sactar, they beat Monaco already in the the stadium. They were a better team. Monaco have started the season really bad, only one point in league and after three games. Actually, they lost against Lens in the weekend. And Sactar is a team that we like, actually, Danny, with the Cervi uh, on the bench. They were able to beat Genk, also a good team. That's why I really, really like these odds. I tried to find out all the weekend. I started to understand why the odds are so low for Monaco. I understand it really. I mean, I watched the game at the weekend when they lost 2 nil at home and they were playing against 10 men for a long time of the of the of the game still couldn't find a breakthrough then Golovin was sent off the game went uh, to pot I mean look Monaco look nervous they uh, lose the ball too many times also in the games against Shakhtar they're clearly uh, low on confidence they haven't scored in the last three games no clean sheets in the last five and if you look at the main man the last year helped them finish third in the league one Holland and many other no goals this season. Bayer has scored in six games. is an eternity. They are conceding a lot of goals. Maybe it's because Niko Kovac sometimes is tweaking the defense, sometimes playing with the back three, sometimes playing with the back four. They don't quite get settled. And, you know, also the new keeper, Nubel, I'm sure we're going to hear from him. He's in loan from, or loan from Bayern Munich. Maybe still needs to get used to the team. The only reason why the odds are so low is that uh, sometimes you think something has to give. You know, they are also been a little bit unlucky. They haven't lost the class and the talent they had last year. So at sometimes things should turn in their favor. Well, at least that's what Niko Kovac hopes, because otherwise, if he continues like this, I think he's going to be on his way out. Shakhtar, on the other hand, 
won't train in at the weekend. De Zerbi continuing his uh, to, to show his imprinting and his, his way of playing football on a very solid base that he had at Shakhtar. He rotates most of the player. He says he doesn't have a starting eleven. And actually, he pointed out at the weekend that they scored three, but they should have scored more. And that tells you how much Shakhtar were dominating the game. Also in Europe, they've been impressive against Genk. Both, both legs, you know, had a lot of the ball, a lot of possession, scored two in each legs. In Monaco, I think uh, after scoring the, the first goal, they started perhaps tinkering a little bit and they were starting being a little bit cautious because they allowed Monaco into their half a little bit too much and actually Trubin, the keeper, had to make some important saves, but they did a very good 30 minutes and let's not forget this is a Shakhtar Donek also that is very young average age more or less 22 so you know there's a lot of room for improvement there we saw the new signings uh, that uh, Zerbi has made has already having an impact they got one of the best right back I think in Europe at the moment as Dodo Lassina Traore is full of confidence Alan Patrick always a good safe pair of hands the only concern for me for Shakhtar Donek is when they get attacked on the wide you know on the on the on, on the flanks, especially on the on the left hand side, maybe they can be a little bit exposed. They consider chances from from there. So I think they're gonna qualify. But the golf market is the one I like the most. Over 2.5 goals, 199. Okay, Danny, Ben, uh, it's been very tricky actually. This uh, preview games of the Champions League, we had uh, many surprises in this. Uh, for game weeks that we are analyzing, but I'm sure you have an ACA for us and maybe we can even get some more money. Six games is always super ACA. I mean, I like it when it's all six. Let's throw them in. Ferencvaros Young Boys, both team to score. Ludo Goretz Malmo, double chance, X2. PSV to take the lead. Salzburg to win in Denmark. Dinamo Zagreb Sheriff, both team to score. And Shakhtar Monaco over 0.5 goals in the first half, basically goal in the first half total odds 18 25. thank you danny next so we will have also alvaro romeo of course when we have the group stages of the champions league and we will enjoy all the big teams but still we love this competition also during the summer thanks danny and see you very soon can't wait see you soon bye bye so now we have all the information to bet on this week uh, games in the Champions League. Here now you can see all the tips. Let me know, of course, what you think in the comment section. And remember, you can support us by clicking on the like button, subscribing to our channel and clicking on the bell to get notifications. Or if you prefer also, we have a podcast for you. Let's see what the Champions League is giving to us and see you very soon. Bye.